Evening, coming up in the next hour, we've got a $50 million deal to acquire Maori oil field off Taranaki's coast. Just being axed will get you across that. Bad news for push pay. Sam Trithui of Milford Asset Management will cover that off for us very shortly. And also Brad Olson on spending still strong at seven past six. Now, Tuhoi is under orders to stop burning down dock huts in the Uruweras. The orders just come from the High Court in Rotorua today, which has also demanded that Tuhoi front up over how many huts have been destroyed thus far. The destruction has upset a lot of people, including trampers, conservationists, iwi members. Conservationist Pete, uh, Pete Shaw is with us now. Hi, Pete. G'day, Heather. How's it going? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Are you relieved by this? Um, well, it's just a, you know, a stay in proceedings, really. It's certainly not... Um, guaranteed that the rest of the huts are going to be uh, preserved in any way. There's 29 burnt to date, you know. So things are looking pretty grim. Is that the number that you've got, 29, of the 48? Yeah, 29 burnt to date, yep. Okay. So it's an interim decision. What happens next? Uh, So the case has got got to be heard and uh, then, I guess, a decision made whether they continue or not. Why are you opposed to it, Pete? Well, they're such an asset, you know. That it just seems crazy to burn down something that people use and they actually need, you know, when you go into Turtlewater, particularly in the wintertime, you need those huts to keep warm and dry and to take them out. It's just, just insanity, really. You know? So who says they're going to replace them? Do you believe that? Uh, their replacement policy is around eco-villages, which is a cool idea. You know, why not? Um, and people go and stay at those eco-villages with, with Suhoi, and that's fine. But when you look at a map of Tūruwera and you look at where those huts are situated, um, they're spread sensibly right across the whole of Tūruwera, except for the Rukaturi, which is a, um, a sort of semi-wilderness area. And um, these eco-villages are just going to be in one or two spots. There's, you know, there's no definite plan as to how many or where. It's not really, Pete, it's not really replacing like for like, is it? I mean, these are, these are designed to serve completely different functions, aren't they? Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with the huts as they are. You know, they're, they're entirely fine. Four of them are actually biodiversity huts built under the building code, you know, and they're being ripped out as well. So, Pete, why does Tuhoi really want to get rid of the huts? Well, it's not Tuhoi. It's so that's the management entity um, post-settlement mm-hmm. for, for Tuhoi. But there are a lot of local Tuhoi who are not happy about the hut removal, you know, um, hence the protest the other day in Taniatua. So and so why why do you think TUT, and I understand the distinction is really important, thank you for making it, Pete, why do you think TUT really wants to get rid of the huts? Uh, I think they want to control access. You know, if you want to come in here, you do it on our terms. Um, but the Tūruwera Act quite specifically states that access will be guaranteed. And, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> hmm, well, let's see about that. Why do they want to control access? Uh, well, you'd have to ask them, but I think it's all about, it's all about you know, if you want to come here, you do so on, under our terms. But that's not what the Act says. And, um, you know, these decisions are being made not only about the huts, but also about the tracks, the um, the use of toxins, weed control, and biodiversity is the big one. You know, the Kōkaku project there has been absolutely trashed. Um, I can't figure it out. It's crazy. The access they're all protected, but they're not. Pete, I've heard that the pests are out of control there at the moment because people like yourself can't get in and actually do your jobs. Is that the case? Well, they stopped 
possum control over 20,000 hectares, you know, and that was specifically put in as part of the Tūruwuta Mainland Island project to protect kōkako. So they had the world's biggest kōkako population expanding the best genetic diversity. Uh, and now, under their management, it will be functionally extinct within five years. The, the numbers are just crashing up there. It's heartbreakingly sad. And do you reckon that the reason that they've had to, they say, burn down these huts because of bad maintenance, the reason they've fallen into disrepair is because TUT has stopped people being able to go in and actually maintain the huts? Oh, they stopped doing maintenance on them. So last year there were six uh, stoves replaced in huts um, in Tūruwera, you know, because under the dock system they found that the stoves were faulty, so they oh, well, you know, they've got to be kept up to a certain standard, so they got in there and replaced them, and then um, TUT stopped Doc from going in and doing any more maintenance. Um, and now, hello, you know, <laughs> just a few months down the track, they say, oh, the substandard, they've got to go. Mm. Well, that's just absolutely, totally untrue. And anyone that, that is saying that is misleading, deliberately misleading the public, and it's pretty shocking some of the people that have been saying that. Including who? Well, the Minister of Conservation for a start, you know. Yeah, saying they're, they're, they're a health and, health and safety issue. Well, they aren't. They can't be under the DOC system. They're not allowed to be. Pete, thanks for talking us through it. I, I suspect we're going to have a chat to you again at some stage because this is not going to go away. Pete Shaw, Manager of Forest Life Force Re- uh, Reforestation Trust, yeah, Restoration Trust, rather. And if you didn't know who the, um, if you don't know who the, the DOC minister is, it's yep, yeah, it's your mate, Portal Williams, of course it is.